1: Hey, McCall. Hey, Kirsty. It's a spooky day today. Spooky. We have wicked weather. We do. Halloween. We're recording this. Uh, Halloween. Uh, very strong storm system impacting pretty much the whole United mm-hmm. States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very a sharp cold front that is bringing our the coolest air of the season to us. Yeah. And uh, we've got a lot of rain. A lot of much-needed rain.
2: Yeah. We had a, a good soaking just a few days ago, which really helped out our yeah. grass um and this is also going to add to that so hopefully this is going to kick us out of that drought
1: yeah it would just be nice to at least go into winter um you know and not be in a deficit anymore and this should this should close the gap to be Mm -hmm. honest yeah of course at this point the growing season is going to end tomorrow when uh we see temperatures drop below freezing Mm -hmm. but hey i think that you know once we go through winter it'd be nice i'm sure the farmers would be happy to at least have. Too wet of soil than too dry.
2: Absolutely. And I mean, it's not uncommon to have our first freeze this time of year. I believe October 22nd is like the average average. first day. So this is right where we should be, which is quite shocking considering the fact that we were like 80s and 90s as we started the fall season. Yes,
1: like the beginning of the month. I'm pretty sure we were the mid-90s. Yeah. And now we're ending the month and we are going to be significantly colder than that Um. The system also gives us our first chance for some snowflakes, mm-hmm. which no one wants to hear that, but it's also not crazy you yep. know, in the Miami Valley to have the end of October where you can get those flurries. Yep. Typically, we don't get our accumulating snow this early, and we're not really expecting that, so uh, it's definitely been uh, just a fun system to forecast, and... And now we'll watch it unfold as we go through the rest of our day today. Yeah.
2: And the windy conditions, they're probably going to bring down some more leaves. So you're going to be doing some yard work as far as (laughs) raking as we get into the next couple of days. But we're like right around peak right now. So there's still going to be a lot of trees left with their leaves. I I noticed because I just got back from New York. It's really green here compared to where my parents are. My parents are peak past peak at this point yeah so, so yeah i
1: see more bare branches yeah
2: and it, it was beautiful there were a lot of deep reds yeah. and then turning brown and then to come here and
1: be like oh we haven't even gotten to that right. point yet so i know that we still have a little bit yeah. to go and i think it's also interesting to point out too um the state parks again even though like a lot of i think neighborhoods are probably going to almost lose all their leaves mm-hmm. at this point but the canopies of the trees in the parks they're close together and they like kind of can shelter each other so when you get big wind events like this it's still – you still will have leaves that are together up in right. those areas because they're kind of just – they're all growing in the same little area in the same habitat so they can keep the the leaf shield kind of going a little longer than, say, the random tree in your backyard that <laughs> after the wind event we get tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Exactly. Well, our guest today – this is kind of cool. And it, it honestly was something we'll call that I have actively going on at my house. Yes. And I was just pondering one day because uh, me and this guest chat about the weather. And I realized, oh, the weather impacts a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Not just like, oh, should I go for a run, Mm -hmm. but impacts people's livelihoods. And when you are a small business owner, it really depends on the forecast, especially if that small business um literally has to do with working outside. Mm-hmm. So our guest today is Dave Helvey. He is the owner of Rural One Builders. He's a contractor. He builds decks. He builds homes. He does a little bit of everything. And full disclosure, mm-hmm. um, we have hired him to build our deck. <laughs> and so that's why, you know, he was asking, what's the forecast next week? What do you think in this, that, and the other? And And it really got me thinking of, it would be nice to hear the perspective of someone whose whole, you know, business... Has to Depends do with what's going on outside. Hi, Dave.
0: Hey, thank you for having me.
1: So, tell us a little bit about yourself um, and and how Rural One came to be.
0: Well, honestly, I left uh, a college a little bit early to open up a business. I'm very entrepreneurial. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, um, I opened up a business with a with a with a friend of mine, and we did like warranty work for home builders. And this is back when I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm and um so that kind of took off that kind of lit a fire under me to uh just do something with with building in the residential or commercial uh industry and you know here we are today and i have my own company the the origin of the company has changed a couple of times yeah. just based off of just simple interests mm-hmm. but i think uh um as of just a couple of years ago i changed the name to rural one builders and um you know we're we're focused on uh building homes, building good quality custom homes and uh like you said like decks <laughs> for you, right? <laughs> and uh just things that I can put a put a stamp on, put my put my brand on yeah. that I would be proud of, so
2: So, so cool. now that we're getting into the cold season, I mean, how is that impacting your business?
0: Well, uh it, it's it's greatly impacting the business. Yeah. Obviously in the wintertime construction slows down a little bit. Um, I think the number one enemy of uh, construction is water. Uh-huh. So um, if you have the opportunity to really hustle and get things get things done before let's just say the the late fall precipitation really starts or early s- spring mm-hmm. precipitation starts, uh, you're really doing yourself some favors. So if you get caught like, in the middle of, let's just say today, yeah, mm-hmm. where it'll rain consistently on and off for for two two days, there's really not much you can do other than maybe wait. go inside and drink coffee, <laughs> <Just> stay warm.
1: <laughs> it's kind of wait. Um. So of co- okay. So water is the enemy. So that mm-hmm. means rain. Um. What about like ground temperatures? Like free? Like when we get into the heart of winter? Because you had kind of mentioned to me about even just putting the um like the pillars of our deck in Mm -hmm. and like, how does that play a part? Like, is there a certain part in the winter where you're just like, or for your own health? Like, well, you can
0: really, I mean, you can really dig any type of foundation as long as it's not frozen. Right now there are some, in some extreme cases where construction companies, we, they will get a foundation in regardless if it's frozen or not. Mm -hmm. They'll put like heating blankets out and heat the ground just so they're, they're, they're able to, to dig. But, I think in my in my case, um, I don't have the pressure of that kind of uh, schedule. Yeah. So um, so if it's frozen, we'll typically try to stay away from that that kind of work. Um, obviously, if the ground is is super moist, if I'm digging holes in the ground, most likely that hole is going to fill up with water. Yeah. So um, we just try to be prepared a, as possible in those types of scenarios. If um, if we're really down. Uh, on time, and we really need to get something done. Oftentimes, we'll we'll dig a foundation hole and and pump water out just okay. to just to keep things going. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a negative thing, but it is manageable.
2: I don't know if this impacts you directly and your business, but um, I've been working on a series of stories about people that are trying to rebuild from the tornadoes that we had in May. And there's kind of like a rush against time. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know. It has, have you seen an uptick in work? Do you know of some colleagues in their businesses that seem to be doing more work because they have to help with the rebuild?
0: Um, yeah, there, there are, you'll find that there are a lot of contractors that come in from out of town to, to help out, mm-hmm. um, which is a great thing. Yeah. But there's also some negatives to that as well um, um, because the rush provides uh, an opportunity and uh, a real uh, awareness of, man, I really need to get my house put back together. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, customers don't do their research on who they're using, and oftentimes they can get stuck with a contractor that may not finish the job mm-hmm. or Ooh, yeah. uh, things of that nature. So you just honestly really have to do do your research. And yes, when you're when you're when you're find yourself in a situation. Where you just got to get your house put back together. Okay. Um, um, there are a lot of great guys around our area that help with that. Me, in particular, uh, I have not done a lot of um, tornado damage work, okay? Uh, just because I think maybe I'm just a little bit
1: it's a little too far a little out of bit the far path. Away,
0: But I'm also not, you know, if somebody calls me and asks me for help, man, I'm yeah. more than willing to help. But it's not the kind of work that I typically chase uh, to stay busy. So,
2: okay. and we may have had this conversation. I don't know. Is this? It's not all just about the build. It's about the paperwork too. Is there right. like an overload yeah. of people putting requests that could slow down you getting a permit for something?
0: Well, y- yes. Um, <laughs> I think I think just uh, the requests for um, I think just for estimates in general. Yeah. Like you, I get probably five or six calls a week for estimates and and honestly it's hard to really keep up with that because I'm I'm the uh, uh, the type of builder that I also still love to wear my tool bags too like Mm -hmm. I'm just not managing yeah I'm actually doing so uh, keeping up with that and um, obviously uh, inclement weather or bad weather provides an opportunity to catch up on that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. because you can drive around see people that you that you can make now make time for that you wouldn't have necessarily time because if the sun is shining you're building and (laughs) the water stays away we're busy you know we're busy building stuff Mm -hmm. so
1: okay when it comes to um like the process so if like for us we had never done anything like a build before Mm -hmm. um and if you're doing like an addition or something like that so you get an estimate and then you put in you put in a request for permits, and then you have to get it approved. like I know for the deck it's not really like that, but mm-hmm. if it's like for a home, it's like kind of a lengthy process.
0: it can be it can be, yeah, um so typically on on something like that, you have to have a set of plans drawn okay now, in a lot of cases uh in more rural counties, they're still accepting hand drawn wow. uh, <laughs> designs, but that's be that's uh far and few between now. Um, but you typically have to pay an engineer of some sort or a drafter to draft up a design and then you have to submit it. And the, you know, you're kind of at the county's, uh, discretion on how fast that process takes. So I actually have a project right now that originally was supposed to take three to five days from the time of submittal to approval. And we're almost at a, uh, at a month, wow. Waiting on uh, a month uh, for that to be approved, and that's simply because in the Miami Valley we experienced that that bad tornado yeah. outbreak. Yep. And so uh, the requests for for permits are just like stacked up on this on this guy's desk. Yeah. And he's just having trouble getting to people in a timely fashion. So.
2: And I think that that's very interesting. Yes. Because you don't think about that. you don't think about that. You you know you are just like oh. Out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. But you could live in a totally different community that wasn't impacted by the tornado at all. Yeah. But secondhand, you are now impacted because you're, you know, wanting to do something to your mm-hmm. home and you're having to wait because right. of all these permits. Right. And that's
0: a good example because the the project that we're trying to get started now is just inside Montgomery County. It was in uh, Brookville, Ohio, which had a tornado go through, but it right. was in a neighborhood that wasn't affected. Mm-hmm. And this is just a general. Uh, change in their uh uh, their house design that they want to do and so just because they're
1: in the county in that
0: county and primarily even though the tornadoes touched other counties primarily montgomery county was affected um where they're just kind of in the mix of just kind of crossing their fingers hoping that they'll get their permits uh, Mm -hmm. approved and i don't know if you know
2: the answer to this question but i was wondering is there a uh, do they approve by the time of submittal, or is there, like, an urgency? Like, right, it, like, the like they're like, oh, up. these homes need to be fixed I ASAP. Think,
0: I mean, that's probably not necessarily a talking point when you, yeah. when you go to submit your information. Mm-hmm. They're not going to tell you, hey, just be patient because we're trying to work through all these. Um, I think that is kind of true, but mm-hmm. that's just pure speculation on right, my point. Right. Um, but I think there are some uh, projects that do have a uh, larger weight than others mm-hmm. um but you know i think they're all supposed to go through a standardized process yeah right. um which i think that you know just the layperson would you know assume that that is correct that's the way that's supposed to be done and that and who knows that probably is the way it's it is being done yeah but there probably are some asterisks red
1: to, flags yeah. like this house is yeah yeah, yeah. A hazard yeah well and i think too it's just It's kind of like interesting and and crazy to think as well that, you know, the counties are equipped to, I don't even know who who would do permanent, like, is that like a county engineer? Uh, Typically
0: it's, it's uh, a county building and zoning department. Gotcha. And then if, uh, if you live in an area, uh, let's just say inside the city limits, Mm -hmm. typically like in the city of Dayton isn't regulated by the county. Okay. It's regulated by the city. Okay. Um, but, in you know some cases, like out in Preble county, yeah, uh it's regulated by the county. But once you get into the city limits of Eaton, then they don't normally gotcha. manage that hmm. that process
1: so it's funny, it's interesting to think of, so that that zoning department again probably doesn't ever think that they're gonna have a large tornado outbreak that would destroy so many homes, right, so like even the departments themselves probably are like not even that equipped or. Have enough, have enough personnel to be going right. through everything right trickle down effect you know like mm-hmm. that house is just a normal home that was spared from the tornado but they're being impacted and everyone that works for the county or even works for a city of Dayton that has to go through all of that they're just even that much more they're that much busier as well mm-hmm. wow <laughs> you know another one Mind of those blown. moments <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know Course we appreciate everyone in the county and the city that has to do all of these approvals. Yeah. Right. I can't imagine. We're wishing you the best of luck as you can. You're just buried in paperwork right right now. I can't imagine
0: that this the the just on a daily basis, the stress that they may have to deal with with people trying to push them to get Mm -hmm. things done. And I understand. I I completely understand. It is frustrating from time to time when you well, because when, it's
2: impacting your business yeah. and being able to get out there and work. Well, and, and you're feeling the pressure from the client of you said right, this really. time frame and now it's and taking although, so long.
0: Although that part of the process isn't my responsibility, mm-hmm. I am kind of representing the process right. when it comes to uh, the customer. So uh, when you can't really give them a, a true answer mm-hmm. of yeah. how it's really going, because you don't know the situation in, inside yeah. uh, another office building. So, um, But hopefully – the weather will continue to. Ha- we'll have some good sunny days, <laughs> and we'll get some approvals, and we can keep working. Yeah, yeah.
1: Dave. Uh, just random weather question for you. Do you have any um, maybe years that stick out in your mind or inclement weather that you were working on a build and you maybe dealt with crazy thunderstorms or super cold or you know what I mean? Like, what I, I would love to know just any interesting weather story that you may have working in this field that you've experienced over the years? Well, I
0: don't, I don't quite remember the rain totals, but I do remember maybe last spring being uh, very, very
1: It was. Uh, wet. heavy <laughs>
0: and wet and rain, <laughs> rainy. So I have, um, through the state of Ohio, I have my uh, uh, approvals and permits, uh, certifications to do uh, residential septic installation. And so we tried to we tried, Fun. to we tried to put in a septic system not knowing that it was gonna rain like every other day or yeah. every three days yeah. and uh, it was probably uh, just as a contractor it was probably the worst experience I, that I have had uh, very stressful um, uh, having trouble to uh, seeing the, a good outlook mm-hmm. <laughs> on, right. On uh, finishing that job. And uh, I had like pipes floating out of the ground. I had oh, septic man. tanks floating and flipping over on on, on their tops. And uh, I think that particular week or the, the series of two to three weeks I was considering <laughs> uh, is is being in business for myself for worth me. it. Right. right. And it's just because of some rain, some water. Yeah. The water is a contractor's enemy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: for Sure. McCall, I'm going to ask you as a meteorologist, (laughs) um, obviously you feel the pressure as the business owner and the contractor trying to work. And then you have your client that you want to, you know, do a good job for and be happy with. As meteorologists, every forecast we give, Mm -hmm. we are thinking of people like you. And it's like even more pressure. Oh, so
2: much pressure <laughs> because you know that this can be like people's livelihood. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about builders. I think mostly through the spring I was thinking about farmers and right. being able to get yeah. in the field. I feel like that's what I was thinking a lot about. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's really, really hard to say it's going to rain again. Yeah. Sorry it's going to rain again. And, you know, especially farmers and now builders, we can only see out right. about five days. Yeah. So, okay, We'll just get through this week, and maybe next week will be better. And then next week comes, and it's like, ah, not maybe so much. Not. Right. It really
1: does suck to have to give that kind of forecast yeah. to someone like Dave. To like Dave. <laughs> and I will say, too, um, anyone listening, if you, uh, you know, own a landscaping company or a contractor, McCall and I are on social media, and we're pretty active. So if people send us a question and want something more specific – you know, we will, we'll answer. We'll try to help mm-hmm. you out. Dave, Dave is like, hey, next Monday, what are you thinking? Or like, what is the outlook for next week for mm-hmm. like his builds? And of course, like I'll, I'll try to give you as, as accurate as I can. Um, but, you know, that that's something that, of course, on TV, we only get a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. we can't give like a special forecast to everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but don't be afraid to reach out if you're listening to this podcast and, and you ever run into, you know, you want a little more detail to your outlook, we can help.
2: So do you have um, something that you do during the wintertime yeah. when you're not building? Um,
0: we we typically work year-round. Mm-hmm. So if, if it's not snowing, if we don't have accumulating snow, or if it's not raining and it's dry, uh, I've been known to wear like four or five layers <laughs> <laughs> uh, working outside. And, and honestly, it's, it's because I prefer doing outside work. Uh, we'll, take, we'll take on doing... A basement finish or a kitchen remodel Mm -hmm. or a bathroom remodel but it's not uh, what um, my business is designed around Mm -hmm. Um, even though we build everything we'll build a a house from the ground up Um, but to just take on something inside is it's got to it's got to be a pretty special project and so I always find myself uh, taking on outside work because I love being outside Mm -hmm. you know
2: and well, because you're originally from Alaska, let's oh, just okay. tell oh yeah, that. Let's let's I forgot podcast. everyone.
1: Dave is from Alaska, so he's, he's <laughs> so these good with these nothing. winters.
0: Yeah, I used to wear I used to wear shorts to school year oh. round, and I would get sent home uh, to put pants on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but but that being said, you can't take on so many outdoor projects because you don't know if like we're going to have like a ton of snow or a polar yeah, vortex. Right. So is there More like a, money. <laughs> is there a scaling back of like okay, we're only going to do one or two projects yep. for these months? Well, and I
0: think that um I think that the customer knows that too. They mm. they are aware of they don't want to start a project in mm-hmm. November or December. Yeah. You know, because there is a chance if we're opening up a whole side of their home. Right. And we're in the, the midst of cold months. Uh, now, there are some people that have no problem with that. And, uh, and because they were the next person on the schedule, right. they're, they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think you would find that the customers are very aware of what they want and what they don't want. Yeah. And uh, typically doing a late, late fall or wintertime project where you have to remodel the outside of someone's home uh, isn't necessarily going to happen um, very frequently, but it does. We'll work year-round, like I said before. Uh, but during the during the winter months, um, my company, myself, and another gentleman that works for me, we are subcontracted to help uh, do snow and ice removal. Oh, so that's nice. something that's something that we kind of keep in our back pockets just to mm-hmm. just to keep us busy. Yeah. Um, um, but as far as that, we're. We're doing construction projects year round. So,
1: speaking of year round, it was really hot this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How was that? I mean, because of course you could build in the heat, like you said, as long as it's not raining. Um, but even just safety for you and for because you you have a, you have someone that works for you, so mm-hmm. you got to yeah. be careful. How was the summer for that?
0: Um, the summer was okay. It was very very hot yeah. and uh, very very uh, drought like, <laughs> um, but. Honestly, when you're building, you honestly prefer that over okay. th- over the ladder. Um, I think to beat uh, extreme heat, you're up and working at, like, Super 5, early. 6 a.m. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then on the really, really hot days, you're off by, like, 2 or 3 o'clock. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the evening sun uh, uh, hits you. So, yeah. um, you know, I think that's really uh, – uh, Honestly, that's the only really way to to beat the heat is right. to 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 hit it early in the morning mm-hmm. and get done early, drink a lot of water yeah. and <laughs> electrolytes and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but this is what we signed up to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to we're going to do our best to to complete what we set out to do um, no matter what the weather is. So,
1: that's
2: well, Dave, thank you so much. Is there anything that we didn't
1: ask you that you'd yeah. like to talk about? Oh no, about? no. Do you have I, a bone to pick with us as meteorologists, yeah. or are you okay? We give good forecasts.
0: No, no. I have, <laughs> I have, uh, a, um, <laughs> I have a meteorologist at, at home. Yeah, you do. That, yeah, you do. that if I can, if I need to reference her at all, um, I can do that. And I completely <laughs> understand where you two are coming from when you have to field, uh. Yeah. Crazy questions. Yeah, and that's so. a good
2: thing to know for anybody that's listening in Dave's back pocket. his yeah.
1: wife is a meteorologist. Yeah, yeah. so he um, has the inside scoop when working on projects. Well like when <laughs> I
0: have to when I have to forecast the weather for, for projects, I kind of feel like a meteorologist. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I have you two and my wife as as yeah. reference. Yeah. Yes. To to see if I'm correct or not
2: so we all work together. now uh dave why don't you give a little where can people find you and you're on social media and i think that hilarious instagram Instagram. account first of all is
1: amazing because you post videos of your work all the time (laughs) it's so interesting if you i know nothing about construction and his instagram is great really really behind the scenes look at, at the projects he works on and it kind of blows your mind yeah
0: well uh most marketing people would say that I'm crazy, but I honestly my business does not have a website.
1: Whoa. And
0: Yeah, you're right. And <laughs> uh uh and that's simply because um most of my work comes from word of mouth or referrals from yeah. previous customers and for the last several years I have stayed eight months to twelve months to fourteen months booked out. Uh and I just I'm having trouble keeping up with what I have now. Yeah. Um, so the way that I advertise my business and the, the quality points that I try to point out to, to people that might be interested in that, mm-hmm. um, is through Instagram. Yeah. You can find me at, uh, at R1 builders on Instagram. And if you would like to ask me any questions about the building process, or if you have a construction project that you just have general questions about, you can reach me at, uh, rural one builders at gmail.com.
1: Awesome. Dave, thank you so much for being with us.
0: Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me.
1: All right. Well, if you want to continue listening to Cloudy with a Chance of Podcast, don't forget to subscribe. You can also rate and review the podcast for us as well. You can listen to uh, us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, of course, whio.com. And this year, McCall and I have been really trying to do more Mm vodcasts, which is the video version of this. Uh, So, McCall, how can people watch that? Well, of course, you can go to whio.com and see it there. But you can also, if you have a
2: Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, just look for the WHIO app. And on there, um, you'll be able to see those video vodcasts and all the weather videos that we create throughout the day. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.